the main the main issue here is i think that uh, even if you go with the argument that msd was being slightly machiavellian by trying to push jadeja under the bus so that he can regain his influence i would argue that he never lost his influence at csk uh, in fact if anything last year's championship strengthened the uh, msd's position the the real uh, and also must one must remember that msd is not the only smart cookie there Oh, that is an absolute boot. That is a Jaffa. Welcome to the Jaffa, a brand new cricket podcast by Cricket Huddle Network. My first first reaction is like fucking finally, you know. Like, what what the fuck was Jadeja doing as captain? We we spoke about this a few episodes ago. That I honestly felt that MSD was probably just trying out because he he probably wants to retire this season or next season, yeah. and uh, he couldn't be seen to just jettison the team just like that. So like one kind of transition with through Jadeja, and then he can just basically be off on his way. That has failed. So if Dhoni is back. as uh, as captain that's a regressive step but uh, honestly who gives a fuck about csk right csk has won enough so i don't really give a fuck about that what i want is ravi jadeja to be back in form and if captaincy is affecting affecting his form and even fielding fine then you know fuck yeah. captaincy you don't need it yeah my my only thing was uh, i am extremely surprised that if i agree that this was done because Dhoni wanted transition to get out, but then what Dhoni should have done, and a guy who saw that Virat Kohli would be India's next captain, how come he failed to see that whoever it is, whether it's Sirkaraj Gaikwad or somebody else, if that's going to be their next captain, Dhoni should have just lingered on to be captain for one more season and made that person a vice captain, and kind of tried to pass on the regime that way. But uh, instead, this was a failed attempt. and now it looks even worst because now i don't even know if dhoni can uh, retire at the end of the season or do, does he have to uh, linger on for another season to you know make a leader ready for csk for next year i'm going to be a devil's advocate here i feel like picking ravi jadeja was a master stroke <laughs> because he probably knew that the guy is not going to be good enough so if he was he was never planning to retire this season i mean who doesn't want to keep making money right he's never going to make the same amount of money he's going to make as a player as a coach or whatever support staff especially as you've seen boris becker when he stopped playing he lost yeah. all his money and he's now going to jail for two and a half yeah. years so i don't think that's going to happen with msd but no it's a rather extreme example correct but i think i think it might have been might have given him one more year of um of playing with csk i think he comes back in the next season as well for sure there's no way he just leaves the team midway 
The thing is, he didn't need to. I mean, he's he can practically go to Srinivasan and say, "I'm not playing for I don't know half the IPL because I'm bored," and it'll still be okay. So the kind of influence that MSD has on CSK, he doesn't need to play these games because he doesn't need to justify it. And uh, as far as money is concerned, I think he's he's not somebody who's uh, throwing money around, buying uh, ridiculous stuff or like private islands in the Caribbean. No, he's just been fairly, at least been quiet about it. So there's no such rumor even that he's in financial trouble that he wants to just extend. This I is simply. If he was in financial trouble, uh, yeah, I think there is no problems with MS Dhoni. He's a smart cookie himself, so he's he's secured his future with a uh, <laughs> he, with being on the board of India Cements on being on the board of CSK. I think he's doing fine. He'll do fine for his life. Uh, he's set for multiple generations, right? Yeah. So I, I think I think that is not the problem. The main the main issue here is I think that uh, even if you go with the argument that. MSD was being slightly Machiavellian by trying to push Jadeja under the bus so that he can regain his influence. I would argue that he never lost his influence at CSK. In fact, if anything, last year's championship strengthened the MSD's position. The the real uh, and also must, one must remember that MSD is not the only smart cookie there. You have Srinivasan, who is the former ICC chairman. I forget who. I forget how many positions he's held. Yeah, yeah, he's. BCCI president, ICC chairman, all, all all those sort of things. So I don't think that these people are foolish enough to be taken in by some silly games. I, I genuinely think that CSK is kind of lost because the MSD formula of having the same set of people it worked for a long time, but now it's coming to bite them in the ass. And Rutraj Aikwad is not ready, not ready for captaincy for certain. Moin Ali could be a dark horse because they retain him. But uh, and they've invested in him for the next two three years, so it could be him. Yeah, you can't. Uh, but you can't pick a non uh, unless it's Kane Williams, Williamson. You can't pick a non-Indian captain because then you have to pick him every game, right? And Moin Ali. Anyway, I... Moin plays every game. Uh, he's injured for the past few games, but he, he he's been retained for a reason, and you would not retain somebody who would not play all games. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's it's interesting dilemma because they don't have the backup uh, Benston as for a captain, right? Um, CSK for sure. Yeah. So I think uh, it'll be but interesting to see. Monali is gone now because MSD is back as captain. So you can't suddenly say I'll do two games and then I'll appoint Monali. So even that window is gone. So the only saving grace would be that Rutraj Gaikwad finds form again, the way he did in the last two IPLs. So that that can be uh, plausible deniability that we are coaching him and training him and he can be the captain once MSD finally goes away. Let me ask you guys this: Do you think CSK has a chance to make the playoffs? No. They no. won just one game. Absolutely no two. Two okay. Uh, now with that, I mean, I was looking at the points table just now, and the way the teams are stacking up, uh, you can't even if you make sixteen. You're not guaranteed uh, 16 points. What I'm saying is because Titans have already scored 16 points and they still have five games to play. Royals have five games to play and Super Giants, uh, and they are both at two all. So even if they both score, uh, win at least two out of the five, they are going to be at 16. So 16 seems to be the minimum to make it. 
and Hyderabad, Bangalore, they both are at 10. So to make that, Chennai has to win all six, which is impossible. But then uh, the playoffs is played by six teams, right? No. No, four. Same, same as always. Same as always. So first place second in the first qualifier and third place fourth in the eliminator. And the loser of the first qualifier and the winner of the eliminator plays the second qualifier. Oh, wow. So as of now, it's really a. Fu- I mean, it's still open for DC and uh, yeah. So imagine who would have thought after the auctions that if the playoffs were to opt, uh, happen today, the top four teams would be Gujarat, Rajasthan, Lucknow, and Sunrisers. I picked yeah. Rajasthan. I picked Rajasthan. Rajasthan yeah. is a good team because they picked the balance team at the auctions. But everybody and everybody thought Lucknow was okay. Lucknow was good, but nobody thought people were really. On social media, people were literally criticizing left and right, both Sunrisers, Hyderabad and Gujarat. And I was one of them. I actually wrote a Facebook uh, post that Gujarat won't even be able to field the 11 and look at where Gujarat is. They proved me wrong. So, Gujarat has made the best start to an IPL season ever. There has been no other team that has had such a good start. Eight wins out of nine. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, now you cannot say it was flu. You uh, no. that pattern. Yeah. But out of those eight wins, I think at least three, and if you include the one today, four of them look like they almost lost the game. And the other day, I don't know if you guys saw that, there was like a on the official uh, IPL or BCCI handle, they post these videos. So Hardik Pandya is interviewing Rashid Khan and uh, uh, Rahul Tewatiya. After that bizarre win that Rashid Khan scored like 30-something of 11. Yeah. yeah. And Hardik Pandya is like, where do you come up with these shots, man? And he's looking at Tevatiya and he's like, that's the second time you've done this. And Tevatiya looks at him and goes, yeah, uh, thanks to you guys, you go up there in the top order and put us in this situation to begin with. But then you come and uh, believe in us. You say, we believe in you. And you give us a free hand and you deliver it. Nice. Yeah. So, so he kind of complimented is a backhanded compliment. Backhanded compliment. It sounded <laughs> like that. But I mean, Big uh, Pandya will take it, man. I mean, forget yeah. It. And for he, last two seasons, I always thought Tevatiya was like a one-game fluke. He he has one game where he smashes, but this season he has proved me wrong. He has played three, four games consistently, and won 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 it for his team. But the problem with Tevatiya is that his skill set, even though it's very impressive, uh, at Team India level, he, he doesn't bowl. He doesn't bowl four overs for, no. for Gujarat. He and even if he bowls, bowls he's, a, he's a spinner, spinning all-rounder. India is looking for that fast bowler. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, and even his his primary skill, which is bowling, he doesn't even bowl all of it. No. So, uh, uh, as impressive as I mean, Deepak Huda bowls more regularly than uh, Rahul Tawati. Yeah, so Deepak Huda will be ahead in the pecking order. Uh, Hardik Pandya uh, was looking good. Definitely, he's done good things for his team. But now I'm again worried that last three games in a row he has not bowled, and the reason given is groin injury. Yeah, if it is injury, then I mean there, there's no hope for uh, Hardik Pandya. Nope. Fit Hardik Pandya, we said last week. Fit Hardik Pandya demands a place in the in the playing eleven. Yep. 
and non an unfit hardik pandya should not be in the even top 15 and forget fit or unfit if hardik pandya is consistently bowling four overs then hardik pandya gets the place in the team because whenever he has bowled four overs it's not like he has gone for 50 runs or something he has bowled four overs in a decent way that mm. i don't need hardik pandya to take wickets for me as long as he bowls four overs and stays under 40 yeah. uh, i'll take it because then he can be that finisher that india is always looking for with the bat we all know that but if he's not bowling at all then uh, he doesn't deserve a place ahead of whether shreyas ayer or suryo kumar yadav yeah um interesting point about hardik pandya because what do you guys think um if hardik pandya we can safely say he's pretty much making a comeback right now in the indian team based on his current record i mean you can't he is definitely knocking on the door right yeah, yeah. he picked yeah. in that 15 he's in the conversation yeah correct yeah. right so then <clears throat> what happens to the other all rounding options that india was trying out does hardik pandya get a look in before them or uh, he he has to wait for his turn well, one can safely say that venkateshwar year is out i, I mean uh, in a year of the world cup you can't have four ipls that's certain uh so if venkatesh ayer is out and he he wasn't even bowling right he, he doesn't even bowl uh four overs per game he bowls sometimes one sometimes two maybe sometimes three in a in a rare instance so hardik pandya versus venkatesh ayer 100% you will go for hardik pandya then who else there's deepak chahar who's not playing because he's injured huda so, huda uh, no but huda is a spinning all rounder Yeah. I think Hardik Pandya's direct competition now today because Venkateshwar is not at all bowling consistently, and even yeah. that he's not consistent. I think his only competition is Shardul Thakur. Yeah, but Shardul Thakur. Then, but then Shardul Thakur bowler. is not as good a batsman yeah. compared to Hardik Pandya, right? So then you basically bowler, but not as good a batsman. Yeah, I think. Um, but that's I, the only seeming all-rounder India seems to have, other than Hardik Pandya. Yeah, and. Uh, Uh, every unfortunately uh, for ravindra jadeja spot there are now four competitors jadeja himself deepak huda washington sundar and akshar patel how is akshar patel uh, is not bowling four overs either he is not bowling four overs that's his problem yeah then you know my, my my theory is not to have jadeja bowl four overs my theory is jadeja and somebody like hardik pandya jadeja plus hardik equal to four, four plus Yeah. Not just four, but four plus to give yeah, possibly, yeah. one of the other four bowlers. Yeah, I would always have uh, Bumrah, uh, Harshal Patel, another seamer. Now it could be Natarajan and Yuzichar. Those would be my four bowlers. See, I think what's IPL done? I don't know if you guys feel like I just feel like the juice out of cricket goes away because of the IPL. Yeah. Like just too many games. I just I don't even tend to follow the matches except for the scores, right? So even though it's quite exciting to watch one-off games, like I'm actually looking forward to whenever the World Cup starts or when India is playing. Yeah, and and the This other is thing like it does is players. Yeah, yeah. But, but the other thing does is players like Rohit Sharma, uh, Jasprit Bumrah, and Virat Kohli. They desperately need to be away from cricket right now. Yeah, for the it, it, future of Indian cricket. 
it, it reminds me of because of the last... franchise pressure they cannot so remember last week we discussed about virat kohli saying that there are no sacred cows and uh, at that point we were the only podcast slash i don't know if you're not a publication but who are openly calling for virat kohli's head so i think chetan should form... have heard us no not talking about test matches test matches virat kohli is uh, untouchable uh, for now at least but um, for t20 uh, i think uh, i saw an, uh, an article in the indian express as well saying time to pull the plug on kohli's career yeah uh, t20 career if yeah. things don't improve and yeah. honestly i mean looking at some of the indian batting that has been on display shubman gill is back in form uh what's his name uh, prithvi shaw is uh, is uh, scoring well i don't see how even okay rohit sharma is immune because he's rohit sharma and uh, captain and captain as well but frankly rohit sharma even at this point does not uh, i w- he would not walk into the squad if you are a youngster if you are looking no. purely at the ipl no. so i think uh, virat kohli i think it's time i think it's time for virat kohli to say stop because today he scored 56 nearly 60 runs but they were 10, some of the most uncon- no i can say i can say convincing half century yes i can say uh, shubman gill prithvi shah even tilak verma and to certain extent even that guy ayush badoni these are some of the young faces that are really scoring consistently in this ipa and they are part of the top order top order i mean top four so if you have uh rohit to consistently uh, challenge and uh, what's his name uh, surya then any one of these other four can replace virat kohli to me to uh, me i, I, I don't want this uh, like i want to ask this question and maybe uh, probably this is not relevant but how can ipl be made much more engaging for people to see right because i don't even want to see rohit sharma play and jasprit bumrah in the ipl like they should conserve the energy for india yeah. right but then especially now the south right, africa t20 is yeah asia cup like i don't even feel like watching them it feels like rohit sharma is already tired even stepping on that field he is i, he I would is. i would challenge i would challenge this assumption because we are sitting outside of india and we are not in the same time zone so when it's time when we come back home from work uh and ipl match doesn't start just as we're sitting down for our evening tea but that's what happens that if your entertainment options for the evening are an ipl match or a sasbahu uh, television series then i would rather watch the ipl so i think that from that perspective ipl attracting eyeballs is not a problem yeah, the yeah, problem but, is but that's what it is right people. it's it's just entertainment true uh, but the, the question here is how to make it more engaging i don't think that there is much wrong with the cricketing yeah. product that's one secondly i don't think there's a problem of people being bored of the ipl uh, in that you can switch on and you can switch off and there is such a large audience that on an, any given day there are enough fans of uh, let's say for example we have a i had mi yeah. fanatic if you are in an indian time zone and you you knew that mumbai was playing so that's 14 games out of 2 months i think you can make time for that uh, you can probably skip the rest so i guess that's how people will justify the time but yeah it's unlikely that there are people in large numbers who watch every single ball of every single game i think that's just 
Yeah, I mean, I I hate it every time when Delhi comes and kicks Mumbai in the butt. So yeah, when I watch Delhi's game against someone else, I want that other team to kick Delhi. So yeah, yeah. But I mean, uh, unless you are a cricketing journalist, uh, except Boria Muzumdar, uh, I think you are you you have no choice. Boria who? That, huh? <laughs> Boria who? <laughs> yeah. uh to like it but yeah i think uh, it's impossible you'll get numb if you watch every single game of uh, of the ipl it's too much i mean they 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 have to like you know they have to change this format some way or the other i don't know how to do it maybe like do it over the entire year instead of like clubbing all the matches together but yeah it, this is I just killing the game honestly it's And there is and, no and, way. And just hold your breath. This year they they limited it to 14 games per team. From next season, it's going to be 16 games per team. Or no, 18. 18, yeah. So four extra games per team next season. That's fucking too much. Can can you imagine the wear and tear on Virat Kohli and and Rohit Sharma with one more year under his belt? I think they must just be thinking that anyways our career is short, 35 years, whatever. Just kamalo abhi. Yeah. Like just you know, put on your shoes. It's only for four overs, right? Anyways, yeah. Uh, not not four overs. My bad. Twenty overs still. Twenty sure. overs. Yeah. If you're a bowler, you just have to bowl four. That's long. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Talking about IPL, um, the other thing that's kind of sprung up this week is Gary Kirsten apparently is going to just leave the Gujarat Titans outfit at the bay because he is apparently going to be getting the England. Uh, head coach job. Can you can you just leave midway just like that? Yeah, maybe Ardik Pandey was coaching the team as well. I don't know. They're doing well then. If he was coaching, <laughs> exactly <team>. right. <laughs> Or maybe Gary Kirsten is extremely smart and he knows that this run of success is unsustainable. So might as well leave while you are on the top. Exactly. Because uh, it is not sustainable. When the dip occurs, then Ashish Nehra will take the blame. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At, at, firstly, I think Gary Kirsten. I mean, he was a good coach, but there there are always questions. I think that this is something that even in the England selection process, the new ECB MD, uh, not Bell, the other one, Rob Key. Rocky 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 raised the question on the air saying that Gary Kirsten may be a good coach but how much of his success as in as India coach was attributed to his policies and how much of it was part of MSD being MSD especially 10 years ago in his prime so that was probably an open question that Gary Kirsten he he applied for the same job 2 or 3 years ago before when Chris Silverwood got the job and he, Gary Kirsten did not get it so he failed at the interview so i don't know what has changed now that gary kirsten is now suddenly back in the running to be england national coach uh, i don't 
see any confirmation there and i think that they are also kind of going to split the odi and the white and red ball coaching wow I, so if it is just going to be red ball coaching which is which is what it looks like was paul collingwood would be the white ball coach if reports are to be believed then would you rather give up the gujarat titans hugely lucrative role and take up uh, an england job i i don't know i don't know because he has been especially because a national pressure. coach because before if it's a white ball cricket job for england then you are under the pressure of defending the world cup title true but uh, is there as much money as uh, i mean if gary gerson right. is on record saying he doesn't want to travel as much he has family exactly. uh, issues to take care of With and if you play that he only has to travel 3 months in a year no but, but you're gone 3 months of the year so if you have an ashes you're gone what uh, 10 12 weeks right so how is that uh, any different so if you're gone the same time might as well stay as a as an ipl coach but many yeah. we don't know how much he's being paid i don't know i don't know unless he wants kind of a... probably even gary gustin got bored with this ipl format so like <laughs> I, bet I, I think your like question was set up for this punchline. Some some real work, you know. Let me just do some real work now. <laughs> like this is not challenging enough. This is like just stupidity going on. Well, but I mean, good luck to him. Uh, I hope uh, with Ben Stokes at the helm, England becomes a better unit. Hopefully, Ben Stokes is, uh, you know. Uh, what are you talking about? I hope I hope England team. sucks until August. then they can become a good team if they want yeah i think ben stokes to me is he's one of the best like yeah all rounders even today right so he being he's like virat kohli of all rounders in my no, opinion ben, ben stokes he, he actually reminds me of ian botham honestly ian botham is exaggerated in my opinion maybe for that time he was good no for that time he was he was good yeah yeah, yeah. so ian botham retired before i understood cricket so i have nothing to say about no. ian botham and and and, and uh, i agree i mean that that time there used to be comparisons between the four greats right botham hadley kapil and uh, imran and i not just because i'm an indian but Hadley never had success in subcontinent. Uh, Imran, Imran's bowling was only lethal when the ball could reverse swing. <coughs> reverse swing, yes. Botham, yeah, uh, yeah, reverse swing. And Ian Botham was only majorly successful in Ashes. But Kapil Dev was the only one who went to West Indies, who went to Australia, who went to England, and. on the dead subcontinental wickets also he was successful and both as a batsman and as a bowler so i think of those era the greatest all rounder to me was kapil dev but uh, yeah botham was there he was probably the best english all rounder agreed i yeah, think but ben stokes i, I think ben i think ben stokes is is a different level I am not sure about his his bowling being at the level of a Kapil Dev or some I think is more like a to me he's a batting all-rounder as his career yeah, has kind of is. progressed. Yeah. Uh but yeah oh, that that test match against Australia I think that's the greatest test innings like to me. Yep. 
That was just to get the last man and to keep scoring those runs under pressure. Amazing. The Amazing. only person I remember is Brian Lara. Like that's why he was great. Yeah. He could play with the tail well. Barbados Test match. Yeah. That was 2019, right? That that heading the Test match. Yeah. So 2019. No, 2020. No, 2019. The ashes 19, of 20, oh yeah, 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 19 ashes. Yes. 2019 and 2019 was the that was the time you we should have been in England because the greatest match of all time, the World Cup final, happened there. Yeah, the ashes. And then the Test match. Uh, and and when really Stokes was when uh, Stokes was in completely different. Stokes was in both of them. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> true. Yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, good luck. Good luck, Ben Stokes. Right. I think. Uh, Yeah, a week, a week in his side helped more. He was not able to capitalize after that, though, because after immediately after that there was the burnout thing, right? That happened. Yeah. Burnout so and COVID and, and finger injury. Just, yeah, yeah, it just went away, right, from the game yeah. for like a year and a half, pretty. Now this this was this was six months ago, so this was not immediately after then. But yeah, you're right. I think that the uh, post IPL, uh, sorry, the post Ashes, uh, we had COVID lockdowns, right? And COVID, COVID was the beginning lockdowns. of. Everyone was disrupted. Everyone yeah. was disrupted there. Yeah. Then when he came to India, he found it boring because he had nothing to do. Because the pitches were so bad that he couldn't even bowl. I mean, he had no, no, no job bowling there, and then batting. Yeah. Good luck, man. Good luck, Ben Stokes. I mean, yeah. I hope I hope he loses the match against. And we India. talked about it, right? After Joe Root, if anybody made sense, Ben Stokes, yeah. the choice. Yeah, yeah, I, I think ECB is lucky that Ben Stokes did not decline because if Ben Stokes exactly. had declined, that would be a problem. This is a by default option. I, I don't yep. think is that they chose Ben Stokes because of his brilliant mastery of tactics or whatever. But the, yeah, they also announced that Broad and Anderson will be available for selection. Yeah. Well. I think I think Gary Gustin will be important because. There was no method in the madness of Chris Silverwood's selection. Like the way he was managing the team or managing the players' workload, it seemed like it seemed like he was using an Excel spreadsheet. But it's like you know, do you need to do that project management when it's not necessary? Kind of thing. <laughs> like, do you need to use tools <laughs> if they are not necessary? So I think it became that. Use some common sense. He was a slave to the macros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, other than that, I think uh, Mumbai Indians won their first game. Uh, I don't know if we should say good, bad, ugly, but whatever. The only thing ugly in that is nobody still can find a place for Arjun Tendulkar in the playing. Oh, you were going to bring that up, weren't you? Yeah. I mean, they 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 managed to get a guy named Kartikeya, someone from somewhere else, but the one guy who is in the dugout still doesn't play. I don't know. Which means that MI really doesn't think that he's any any good, and it's a tribute to Sachin Tendulkar that he he's in the squad as a player. But that's probably then that's really bad. Then yeah. that's because he's no longer 18 or 19 that you need to protect him. Yeah, no. He too now. If he's not gonna play now, when is he gonna play? I'm, yeah. I'm really surprised. Yeah, I, and people. I think uh, the fact that is <laughs> part of the setup. He's not injured, and, and uh, 
they they post videos of him bowling yorkers to other players so it doesn't mean that ah, maybe he's just not good enough basically that's what it means for this yeah. level because if tom dick and harry are getting <laughs> chances like kartik yeah. whatever right the name you mentioned i have yeah. no idea who the guy exactly. is right so uh, <coughs> and i also wanted to kind of ask about what do you think has gone wrong with kolkata night riders they have now lost five games in a row they really looked like a promising outfit and everything went down the drains yeah and yeah, game, we saw them doing some weird batting combinations i mean nitish rana was batting at like number 6 or 7 6 yeah uh he still played well in number 6 though yeah but nitish rana and russell were batting way low down and uh, sunil narayan i know sometimes you send him up up in opener to use the power play but he was sent in at number 4 i i i don't get it KKR is a team that I always want to lose. I never want them to win, so I'm actually yeah, pretty happy. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, you're so right. Ever since that Charu Khan and Vankhede fracas uh, fiasco, yeah, uh, and like KKR, and also what the fuck is a night rider? What the fuck is a night rider? And now they are going to build a fucking stadium outside of Los Angeles. What the fuck are you going to do there? There you go. All right, that's a mark. That's the episode, guys. Thank you for listening. Again, hit subscribe on iTunes or follow on Spotify. And see you next time.